Hello, everyone, and welcome to the fourth episode of the reunion of Final Fantasy VII Remake podcast. I'm your host, Kairosis, and joining me today is my amazing co-host, Viz. Once again, how are you, Viz? Greetings, everyone. I'm fine. Thank you. Pretty, co- pretty good holiday. I was just about to ask you how your holiday has been going, um, what you've been up to during the holiday. Uh, not much. One t- uh, just one dinner with my father and one dinner with the uh, mother and the rest of the family. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Nothing too fancy. Just a little get-together, having fun, and drinking, eating. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. It's the same with me. Um, spending a lot of time with my family and a lot of eating, a lot of drinking, mm-hmm. a lot of just, you know, good time spent. Um Yeah, but it's been really busy as well. Just, you know, like driving around and visiting everybody because everybody kind of in my family in a way are located in different areas. So I've had to drive to like each place basically. So a lot of time spent driving and then a lot of time just spent um, with with my family. And uh, and now we're here. And we had to postpone um, recording a little bit because where we were so busy with our families and we, you know, it's important for us to take time to um, to do those things as well. So now we're back getting into it again. Mm-hmm. And I just want to take a second to shout out to everybody that listened and subscribed to the podcast. Um, we've been getting a lot of positive feedback. So I want to say a huge thank you to everybody that's been listening and took the time out to leave us a rating and also to send us um, an email or just making comments, you know, online, um, positive comments about the, about the podcast. So we really, we really love that. Thank you guys very much. Appreciate it. We are going to be talking about a few things today in our first segment. We are talking about the recently released um, background trailer on cloud that we got from the video game awards. Um, There were some new character screenshots that were released as well on the Square Enix uh, website. So we'll be talking about those, giving our opinions on those. And then on our second segment, we will feature a listener mail segment. Actually, we received an email from one of our listeners, Joe, about um, our favorite funny moments um, from the original Final Fantasy VII. And if we think that those will make it into the VII remake. Um, And then also we will be talking about um, Jump Festa. We're talking about the ESRB or Peggy rating for the game, which was kind of created a little bit of controversy there. And also the recently released um, information, I guess, about the Final Fantasy VII Remake demo coming to the PSN and more. All right. So our first uh, segment, we're talking about the cloud trailer that we got from the Video Game Awards. So what we got basically, it gave us a different look at Cloud as our main character. Um, I found that it had a lot of like more fast choppy scenes. Um, for example, if you slow them down, you can kind of pick out some finer details. And I know that I, when I slowed it down and I was watching, there was one uh, scene that showed a grunt, which was awesome. I was like, yes, <laughs> um, super stoked about that. I know it's something super simple, but just seeing them. Um, like that, uh, you know, like in HD, <laughs> and uh, it was awesome. Um, well, it's quite interesting that uh, we've seen the grunts earlier. Also, I think yes. it was in uh, this uh, symphonic reunion trailer, as far as I remember. A very, very short scene where uh, Barrett was shooting the guy, 
Cloud also attacked, and then uh, the Grunt did some sort of retaliation attack with oh, Cloud really? dodging out of the way. Yes. Oh. And it's the only and the, the first and the only instance we've seen dodge um, damage mechanic up, or so whatever. Speak, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not the mechanic, but also dodge the text on screen. Oh, okay. So that's enemies can dodge out of the way, and it actually tells you that they dodged. Oh, cool. Maybe they removed it uh, again. I don't know, but it's it was very very interesting. All right, back to the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. I did not realize that actually. So I didn't actually watch that one in slow motion, like this one. Um, and also, it was quite a while ago, so I probably just forgot. Most likely, yes. Um, I really like the voice acting in this trailer. I thought that that it's been. It's not that it's been the voice acting's been improved. It's just. I think that the mixing is better now. Like the the sound editing, like the production is there. Um, and the voices just seem better. Like they seem like they fit the characters better. I don't know if you also get that, but if you go back and you watch the trailer from like 2015, it they don't sound that great. Like it sounds weird. Like it, I don't know how to explain it, but they just don't sound like, they're matching the character. It's really bizarre, but this sounds like it's like it's more professional because I think it's been mixed and it's been like the sound production value is higher now because it's so close to being released. So that's surely one uh, one point. But another is that other people also pointed out that here they're probably uh, taken out of the game directly, not just trailers. Oh, with, right. Uh, voiceovers right. just for the trailer. Mm -hmm. So that's more organically uh, incorporated. It's also something Maximilian Dude mentioned in this uh, mm -hmm. demo behind closed doors. There the voice acting was was almost perfect. It flowed so naturally. All the uh, discussions and the dialogue flowed pretty well. And in the trailers, it was kind of weird. It felt off at times. And when he made his video about... Um, about this trailer or the the segment from his live stream, he also mentioned that this is this is exactly how it how it sounded in uh, the demo he saw behind closed doors. Okay. So I'm pretty sure it's it's uh, this disconnect between um, voiceover and trailer recorded separately or cut and edited separately instead of taking the um, the voice recording and the scenes directly from the game where it's actually where it actually fits. So. That's most likely the reason. Yeah, I forgot about that, actually. I'm thinking, like, when back then they actually did just do, like, they recorded the voices and then they, like, did a dub, basically, instead mm -hmm. of the exactly. actual voice acting from the game. Um, because I'm sure they just wanted to release the trailer, like, really quickly, and that part of the game might not have been finished, so they just, like, mm -hmm. got them in the studio to kind of do a quick little... Yep. Thing or whatever um Most likely, yes. all right so the music as well you know matching the scenes perfectly i think the music sounds great i love this there's so, so much uh visual and, and uh, au uh audio connections mm -hmm. like, uh, for example when cloud uh, performs this cross cross slash <laughs> right each hit fits with the music speed that's awesome and also, when Barrett uh, berates Cloud and Jesse about uh, 
planet suffering and stuff, then uh, the two short screens with the Mako reactor erupting and the girl's eyes mm -hmm. also were ex exactly matched with uh, his speech, like crying out the first one and in pain the second one. Right. It's it's really ry rhythmic, the whole trailer. I love it. Did we get a little bit of the Shinra theme at the beginning of this one that we never heard before? Yes, that's that's a new new edition we've, ne we've never heard before. That's true. I was also almost uh, dumbfounded or flabbergasted, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> it's like, whoa! But it sounded so good theme. and it felt so right yes. to me that I didn't... I mean, I realized it, but it was so good, like perfectly mixed in there mm -hmm. that I was just like... It fits perfectly, yeah. Yeah, like I, I didn't realize it till after the trailer was done. And then I was like, oh my God, I think that was the first mm -hmm. time that we've heard the new version of the Shinra theme. So then I had to go back and I watched it like 10 more times. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. And it sounded also re really menacing. I loved it. Yeah. There was a part too when Jesse, what did she say? She says something to Cloud after the... Um, one of the bridges collapsed, and then he, and he also almost fell, uh, fell, falls down. Yeah. What does he say again? Um, he jumps. He jumps up, and she's like, "Wow, that's yeah. so cool!" And he's yeah. like, "Yeah, wow, that was pretty cool." Yeah, and that. he's just like smirks. <laughs> yep. But the interesting thing is, the first part of the smirk is the cocky smirk, but then he looks away and he kind of blushes a little bit. I think I feel mm -hmm. that the real cloud kind of first yeah. gets through the seams a little bit. That was great. So it's, it's really cool. The subtleties are extremely, extremely great. Well made. Yeah. People online were like, they changed that part of the game because like, mm -hmm. that's not when the bridge fell in the original or something. And I'm just like, it's just, it's a trailer that's been cut up and kind of yeah. put back together. Like just because you're seeing a trailer doesn't mean that these are how the events are going to play out in the game, like the order of the trailer. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I was just like, oh, okay. But I mean, you're just watching a trailer. It's not, that's not how. Yeah, the, the thing is, even if it's the, the same, even if it's at the point where they expect it to be, the cut, uh, the trailer cutting is also different. A few scenes are missing, and the whole mm -hmm. context is also missing. So exactly. it probably flows much better if in in the full game, and they need to change things up a little bit to exactly catch us off uh, off guard and mm -hmm. a few more interesting takes on on the scenes because a one to one remake is would be pretty boring, and. This is also I, something I will bring, bring up in my upcoming analysis. That this, uh, I'm pretty sure they will try to foreshadow an event happening later, right? And making us think that oh, Cloud made it that time, so he's going to make it too this time, and he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty stoked for that. Yeah, so we got many new glimpses of the scenes from the bombing mission, very accurate um, depictions there. So I'm super happy mm -hmm. about that. Um, there was more dialogue about the promise, like this, what they were actually saying. Mm -hmm. What did you think about that? First, I love that they referenced the promise so that they talk about the promise in that room has come true. That's uh, something mm -hmm. I predicted back then. And... <laughs> Well, probably not me. Others, others uh, too. Yes. I'm pretty sure. But uh, I've also heard some uh, people theorize about 
it, I think, especially uh, Soldier First Class in his video about this trailer, that this is also some sort of meta commentary, or, right. or could be. So that uh, Cloud talks about a promise made long ago, and that's why he has to stay. And mm -hmm. this could be also interpreted as the promise Square Enix made to us that this um, this remake will come, because when it's out, it will be over, or by now almost. It's over five years, and mm -hmm. this promise has been seven years ago. So almost matches up. <laughs> mm -hmm. and FIFA is, is glad that the Cloud is here and here to stay. And we as fans, we're also very glad Cloud is back and here to stay. So that's uh -huh. uh, either coincidental or maybe deliberately written in that way to, so that they could show this in a trailer. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So you've got an analysis video coming up soon. I hope it is soon because I <laughs> only started like before the screenshots came out and the screenshots uh, right. came in between and I created the articles for that. And yeah, today I will uh, continue with the analysis and hopefully maybe in a week. I don't know. Hard to say. Well, I was sitting with my family over the holidays and I'm just getting like notifications like there's a new video posted from um, Cosmo Canyon Observatory. And I'm like, oh my God, like, what are you doing? Like, I'm, I'm just sitting down eating and drinking. <laughs> and you're just like doing all this stuff. I'm like, wow. But then again, also, you're, aren't you like six hours ahead of me? So, six hours ahead of us. Yeah. yeah so that's, <laughs> that might have something to do with it too. So you're not exactly, you know, like doing what yeah. I'm doing because you've already done that. So then you're like mm -hmm. working on stuff anyway. Yeah. But to give some more context, uh, the few last videos I uploaded are on only excerpts from uh, the character analysis, the life analysis from, I don't know, one or two months ago. Okay. I still haven't finished or I finished posting them yesterday and I barely need any time to do those. May mm -hmm. uh, change the text in the intro, insert the new part of the analysis, render and upload. That's maybe 30, 40 minutes of work. So that's no problem to also do that over the holidays. However, I refrained from uploading anything on 25th and 26th <laughs> to give people time. So yeah. But now I'm done with that and now I need some more filler material between game analysis episodes. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's also why we kind of postponed recording the podcast as well. Well you weren't feeling yeah. that great and I was exhausted and also just Everybody just needed a break, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't get much of a break, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I had to finish the articles. Yeah. Well, we really appreciate you, you know, being so committed and Thank doing you. all of those things. Mm -hmm. um, so it says here that you hope that there's no new info or footage before the launch trailer. Is this true? That's true. And all, uh, only for <laughs> one reason. Because we've already seen so much material mm -hmm. and seeing even more just takes away from the experience for uh, seeing those scenes and right. moments for the first time. I want to know more. Like, I want to see more, but it's just for my own selfishness. Like, it's not yes, because <laughs> anybody else needs to see more. I just want to see more and more because <laughs> I just love this game so much. I haven't even played it, obviously. It's not out yet, but I'm so excited for it. That I just, same. yeah, but I agree with you. I don't, I kind of feel the same, but I kind of mm -hmm. do want more, but I kind of don't as well because I don't want anything to be spoiled. So 
Yeah, we have all we haven't seen a few characters yet. For example, mm -hmm. Rufus, uh, mm -hmm. Scarlet, Palmer, Hojo, maybe even more. I can't remember right now. Of course, uh, Red Thirteen. Mm -hmm. But on one hand, I kind of want to discover them in, when I'm playing the game, Same. and they're they're all most likely not being shown until maybe 80, 90 percent into the story. So. Right. Revealing endgame stuff isn't really something I'm hoping for. Like they did with Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. We might not get anything else until like the official release trailer. So maybe not even then. I hope so. Exactly. Because, yeah. Revealing too much isn't really uh positive in my book. Mm -hmm. There's also another reason um when they release if they release more screenshots and more trailers, I have even more to do. So <laughs> I'm already <laughs> warmed with my huge backlog and <laughs> it's yeah. also a little bit of a selfish reason to hope for nothing so i get more time to work on things but right yeah, i guess as always well the more things there are the more that we have to do here on the podcast too so mm -hmm. <laughs> that's true uh moving on to our next uh part we're talking about the screenshots that were released on the official Square Enix website, we had some screenshots um, released that feature Sephiroth, uh, President Shinra, Heidegger, Roche, Aerith, Shiva, some exploration, locations, and Tifa. And then you released three articles on the livestream.net analyzing those screenshots. So anybody that wants to go ahead and check those out, it's the livestream.net. So we're not going to go into a crazy amount of detail about the screenshots. We're just kind of going to give a brief overview um, and our thoughts, I guess, um, about the screenshots. So looking at the Sephiroth screenshot, um, you said that it looks like he's in uh, President Shinra's office. Definitely, yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty obvious if you look at the details in right. his office. It looks like it's like, like you said, but it's like that... It's like the cutscene. There's a cutscene in one of the trailers. It's like if you were to flip it the other direction, then that's what you would see, kind of. Do you know what I mean? If the camera wasn't on on President Turner's face, then you would flip it and. I'm not quite sure. I'm pretty sure that that the screenshots with uh, President Chandra and Heidegger are for from a previous scene where they're talking about the plate fall. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. I just where... meant there's one where he's sitting at his desk in his office. Yes, that's what that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Because he looks uh, like uh, serious and that has this mm -hmm. stern look, uh, determined look, and I don't think that's uh, a look you have when you see something that has been dead for five years returning <laughs> with sword drawn. So that's true. <laughs> so people yeah. were talking about um, multiple materials being equipped on Sephiroth, and then people were kind of counting how many they could see online. I mm -hmm. think somebody said there's seven. There are, yes. Because uh, one, someone on Reddit used some uh, AI upscaler of sorts, and then you can yeah. clearly see one big green and two smaller uh, yellow ones in the belt buckle itself. And then there are four feathers dangling from the belt buckle, and each one have, has also one materia, three green, and one... Um, uh, was it purple i think the, yeah. the lighting was a bit weird because the the green ones looked blue sort mm -hmm. of but that, this doesn't make sense because the blue ones you need for linking up with green 
red and yellow ones. So most likely just a lighting issue where green turns to blue. Yeah, the it looks like there's kind of like a bluish green hue in mm. that in the environment, like in the room because of the lights that are glowing mm. through the windows. So also pretty dark, so yeah. It's, Changes colors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we got um, Roche named as a you character named. with a description. Yeah. Is that how you pronounce it? I think so, Roche, because uh, uh, Roche doesn't really make much, much sense because the witcher, yeah. uh, the, 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 um, the horse, horse there is spelled R-O-A-C-H. Oh, I see. Okay. So Roche makes more sense in my opinion. French would probably pronounce like Roche. Yeah, exactly. But, That's why I was thinking it was uh, Roche, but Roche. I've just been saying Roche. Roche is probably not, uh, correct because Roche would be R O S H, mm -hmm. most likely. Yeah. Yeah. So he's yeah. soldier third class. Mm -hmm. I know there was, there were people online that were talking about how he might be kind of another character from one of the compilation games that was kind of reworked, I guess, for this, like as a new character for the remake. Mm. Um, but I guess not. Nope. And I also <laughs> uh, tried to find evidence for that in one of my uh, analysis videos, I think episode 16, mm -hmm. but I came to the conclusion that it's a new one, a new character. Right. Also. He's a speed demon. Yep. <laughs> and, the, and the description says uh, third class soldier turned rebel. Oh. Known as speed demon. That, that's kind of caught my eye a bit. Maybe it's uh, someone that turns to avalanche or at least turns onto cloud side okay. uh, towards the end. Maybe helps us out. Or this is just, he has just a rebellious f uh, nature and he's just a villain. I don't know. But that would be lame. Kind of. Uh, it's pretty funny that it says that his his comrades um, find him annoying because he mm -hmm. constantly squeals his tire. Yeah. <laughs> so oh he doesn't make God. much friends. <laughs> that's so ridiculous. Doesn't wow. make many friends. So that's also a, one hint or a, at least a tiny bit of evidence that he might not be that loyal to Shinra. Right. Maybe. We'll see. All right, and then we got some new screenshots from the train graveyard. Yep, mo mainly with uh, Aerith in battle. Yeah. Also with Shiva in battle, and the most beautiful one is the overview over uh -huh. parts of the uh, train graveyard, which is which has grown quite a bit, I must say. It has a new building and everything. I'm really looking forward to walking through this right. new area. I, it, I'm interested to see how they kind of extend this part because in the mm -hmm. original, there wasn't that much to do in this area. Nope. So it looks like they've expanded on it and they might have added some side quests or something um, for this area, it looks like. I hope so, yeah. There are at least more story scenes with Aerith and the ghosts. Right. And a scene in the train, instead of just jumping in and activating a train, we actually get mm -hmm. the cutscene the first time, I think. And we also see some parts of exploration where cloud is, uh, or we steer cloud because 
the command menu is activated, right. but Aerith and Tifa go about the, the race alone, or they're not just tagging along behind yeah. Cloud. It looks like Pretty they're cool. just kind of looking out over... Mm -hmm. Looking probably into the direction the um, our target indicator here. Right. Um, goes it's north northwest it seems. Yeah. And we got a look at the mini map. Is this the first time? That's the first time a proper look at the mini map. We got a small glimpse in a few frames in the uh, Scorpion Sentinel battle from right. the E3 footage. But it's only a few, a few uh, frames, and most of it is missing. We don't see the Scorp Scorpion Sentinel. We don't see the uh, surroundings. Um, right. It looks like um, it shows where you, I guess, your footsteps kind of stay there, and then they disintegrate. Yeah, after time, um, and then the bigger blue dots obviously are Aerith and Tifa. But then you get a marker that shows. I guess that's your quest. Mm -hmm. main, main quest, main uh, quest yeah i don't know optional quests we haven't seen that but we've seen the main quest marker in the demo where it pops up uh, to the top right in the tgs uh 2019 stage demo i think it was yeah right at the same uh, marker and then we got some shiva screenshots showing uh that heavenly strike is a confirmed ability Yes. Which is awesome. I know that was in 10 where she yep. formed a giant glacier um mm -hmm. like and then just slams it down on the on the enemy. Which yep. is pretty, pretty awesome. I'm pretty stoked that they also take abilities from other games that Final Fantasy VII uh -huh. never had. It's pretty uh -huh. cool. It's like a mishmash of a bunch of Yep. <laughs> the abilities and also just the system to like the stagger systems from 13. Yep, or at least parts of it. Parts of it, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Not the exact same, but... Yeah, I'm glad. And then we got an interesting look at Aerith and some new abilities. So, um, obviously, we've seen Tempest before. Mm -hmm. uh, they described that you can actually hold Triangle to charge an attack. Um, and then what will happen is, over time, it will explode, I yep. guess. As far as I can tell, is if you just press triangle, she will just throw the, um, the crystal projectile at the enemy, and it will expl just explode once right. after three seconds, I think. And if you charge it up, it will explode multiple times, as seen uh, against apps, okay. against apps uh, boss battle. And then we got a look at soul drain, which absorbs mm -hmm. MP from an enemy. Exactly, that's really important for mage types, as they uh, describe uh -huh. it. It also damages the um, damages the enemy, and a percent, a small percentage of that is converted into MP. That's also can also be seen in the app's fight. And then we got another look at another new ability. It's uh, Lustrous Shield. Yes, that's that's something I'm pretty intrigued uh, of. Same. Um, it does, it does, it says it will damage enemies when when they connect and also ward off projectiles. Oh, really? But yes, uh, it's a little further down, I think. Oh, yeah, it? you're right. It does. It says any attackers who come into contact with the shield will take damage. Mm -hmm. 
And then it and says that it uh, keeps enemies at bay and blocks projectiles. Exactly. Yes. But and I'm I'm not sure if it stay, stays just for uh, maybe ten seconds, twenty seconds, mm -hmm. or if it's damage based. It has a maybe HP pool of a thousand, and if it's depleted, it goes away. Right. And if it's just that stays stationary or follows the character, it's uh, cast on. It's so many questions. Yeah, because you know the original where you can cast like the abilities and they would show little icons. Do you know what I mm -hmm. mean? Like um, yep. status ailment or whatever. Like I don't see that in the in the screenshot. No, like, it's definitely not the status effect. Yeah. Like it's not a status effect. So that's interesting. What's also interesting is they also um, described her normal attack a little bit better. So it can just. Uh, press repeatedly or hold the square button to just uh, consecutively throw those those uh, light light balls against oh, enemies. Okay. And if you keep doing it, the radius of the ball of light explosions increase, and also okay. the amount of targets. So in this screenshot, you can see that the first the first projectile she launches at the middle enemy bounces off towards the enemy on the right and oh, then explodes. So oh, it bounces cool. back and forth between enemies if you keep doing it. So the, the amount of, of targets or bounce off targets increase and the, uh, the radius and damage also, as you've seen in the apps fight, the damage continuously increases. Right. It's pretty cool. But also there's a drawback. Aerith can't move in, in this uh, during this, I suppose. Okay. And if there are enemies attacking her, she will get interrupted and take damage. So that's probably the drawback. Cloud and Tifa or whoever is in the group with Aerith have to draw enemy fire away or uh, just protect Aerith so that she can just keep going with a normal attack or do other, other stuff. Right. It'll be interesting to see if they do have, like, end up being able to unlock an ability like that. How they um you know how sometimes when you, you have a tank and then they take damage for you because they call on the enemies to attack them yeah right the aggro pulling i think mm -hmm. it's called that's something i i hope barrett has yeah. because he seems to be the tank and he needs to be to have some taunting abilities or something exactly. like that to draw the enemies towards him he also already has the steel steel skin yes steel okay. skin is called um, that reduces damage and the possibility or the uh, probabil probability that he gets staggered or hit stunned. Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool. And uh, the animation for the Luster Shield looks awesome. Mm -hmm. It's Definitely. like a flower. Huge flower shield. Yeah. <laughs> and you can see the petals kind of flying around and the just mm -hmm. the particle effects and everything. Looks really yeah. amazing. <laughs> The, the flower theme of flower symbolism is all over Aerith's ability. It's yeah. The, some um, cherry blossoms fl fly all around her when she charges up the Tempest mm -hmm. ability. And I think I've seen seen it too. In, oh, right. The, the sacred circle or holy circle, as it's oh, called. Yeah. In the, you can see in the apps boss fight too. Mm -hmm. And there's, she generates a circle on, on the bottom. And there's also this flower. Uh, symbol ring around it mm -hmm. it's a flower pattern 
So everything has something to do with flowers with Aerith. Like, as a character, she's gone through a lot of changes, I think, for the remake. Mm. Based on, compared to the other characters from the original, I mean. Yeah, some, yeah. Just because before she would just attack physically with her weapon, and she did, obviously, like, was a healer, so healed everybody and buffed people. Like, buffed Mm -hmm. the party, but it just seems like this is the biggest changes i guess like a biggest the biggest departure from the other characters because when you look at tifa i mean obviously you know that she's going to be punching people and punching kicking yeah and most of her abilities are similar obviously they added a new mechanic where she powers up her attack and stuff like that but anyway it's super interesting i'm pretty sure the reason for that is that they needed two close quarters and two long-range um fighters Mm-hmm. So they turned everything into a long-range fighter because it doesn't do much good for her to run up to the enemy and exactly hit him with the stick because now it's uh, action-based and uh-huh. and positioning matters. So everything needs to be in the back, and yeah. the only thing they could do about it is make her long-range, yeah. which also makes sense because she's an ancient and maybe there are some innate powers in her with, with uh, all the connection to the planet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And then we got some location screenshots, um, the Shinra Tower from the outside, and then we had some from the inside of the tower. So uh, there is one that has uh, a bunch of Shinra cars. Mm-hmm. With the escape vehicle on display. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And they have another floor called the relaxation floor, mm-hmm. which is floor the one 16. that... One. Yeah, so the one that had all of the vegetation, and you mm-hmm. can see there's a cafeteria and there's a tree in the middle, mm-hmm. which I think we got a look at earlier, but it was just from a different angle. Yes, from from up below, we we saw cloud running past it yes. in the E3 trailer towards the end. So it'll be interesting to see if like that cafeteria is actually open and if you can buy items there or something. I hope so. Would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Because just running through, get the key card and run away, and one floor above, it there would be very anticlimactic. Definitely. Uh-huh. At least have us uh, do w- one side quest or buy stuff at the cafeteria or watch some propaganda on the screen back there. Just something. Yeah. Also, what I noticed is this, this huge uh, window wall. Or wall of windows oh, yes. on the right side. Yeah. For, from there, I hope we get a very great view on Midgar sectors, probably one and eight, if my mm-hmm. estimations are correct. So then we also get a view on the destroyed reactor and what we've caused, what damages we've caused. Right. Yeah. Well, not too much longer to see all of this mm-hmm. in the game. <laughs> Yep. Uh, how many days? I forget. 72 oh. days, I think. That's oh, hang not... on. The, <laughs> the, the livestream.net has a timer on there. Not too much longer. It might be less than 72. 65 days, 6 wow. hours, 37 uh, minutes, and... Oh my gosh. <laughs> Two months yes. and five days. 
All right, guys. So if you guys want to check out the three articles on the livestream.net that uh, Viz did analyzing those screenshots, that would be awesome. So if you want more information about that, you can go to the livestream.net. Yes. All right, guys. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're talking uh, about our most, I guess, funniest moments that we're looking forward to in the remake and hoping that they will be um, actually put in the remake. And then also we will be talking about Jump Festa, the ESRB rating, and some more information about the game after this. And welcome back to another episode of the Reunion Final Fantasy VII Remake Podcast. I'm your host, Kairosis, and I have Viz here joining me again today. Um, this is episode four. So our second segment, we are answering a listener mail question. I'm just going to quickly read um, the email that I received from one of our amazing listeners, Joe, and then we'll go ahead and answer that um, question. So this is the email from Joe. Hey, guys, this is Joe. Just wanted to congratulate you on another great episode. Really enjoying listening to your discussions on the remake and uh, looking forward to hearing your thoughts on the screenshots that we just talked about. One of the many things I love about Final Fantasy VII is the humor in the game. The emotional impacts of the more serious scenes are fantastic, but I'm a believer in finding humor in even the most dire situations. Personally, I'm hoping that they will keep one of my favorite lines, although we won't see it probably until the next uh, the next part or the next release of the game. That line is Cloud uh, to Barrett en route to uh, Costa del Sol. He says, you look like a bear wearing a marshmallow. <laughs> that, <laughs> the reason funny. I love it, yeah, same. The reason I love it is because it's a real glimpse into how much of a little, mm, you know what, Cloud actually is. Everybody seems to remember his uh, kind of pensive, brooding side, largely down to Kingdom Hearts, I think. But he has a wicked sense of humor, and this line really demonstrates that. So the question that I pose to you guys is, what's your favorite funny moment from the game, and do you think uh, it'll make it into the remake? Keep up the great work, and thanks for making the podcast, Joe. All right. Hmm. So that's a great question. Um, Definitely, yes. <laughs> I went ahead and just made a list of things that I thought. Um, obviously, I, I made a bunch, so I don't know if we'll get like have time to go into all of them. Um, but one of them was when the group had to uh, disguise themselves as Shinra Infantry, um, which was on disc one of the original game. Um, the party sneaks aboard the ship in Junon um, to cross the ocean to Casa del Sol. So in order to blend in, they all dress up in some Shinra uniforms that, hap that just happen to be lying on the ground, by yep. the way. <laughs> um, <laughs> so most of them yeah. pull it off pretty well, except uh, two of them, however, I mean, you know, it's up for debate. Uh, basically, um, Red 13, you know, is an animal, so... <laughs> 
four legged animal, yes. Yeah. So his animal his sorry, his snout is sticking out. Um, and obviously there's a problem with his very obvious tail. And then mm-hmm. also he walks like he's a four legged animal trying to walk on two feet, so it just makes it even more amusing. Um, but he, he thinks he looks fine, but clearly he's an animal. <laughs> Definitely in a costume. And so something interesting is also that the the soundtrack that plays on that ship is called. Uh, it's difficult to stand on both feet, isn't it? <laughs> so it's that's a chap at Red Thirteen that's just fumbling around. Wow, as it's a extremely drunken furry sailor or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yeah, for that that for me is just I, I I'm not sure how. It's gonna work. I, I hope it makes it in. I think that it if should, it, it should. I, I think so too. Like I, I think mm-hmm. that it can, but I think that just they just need to leave it. Like they just need to poke fun at themselves, you know, mm-hmm. because the game is really dark. And if they change mm-hmm. it so they keep the serious tone the whole time, then yes. it might be a little daunting. Contrast, contrast is also very important because uh, really a haunting and. Uh, pretty violent scene follows mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. with uh, some some other uh, Shinra soldiers being cut down and uh, Sephiroth appearing and all that stuff. And to kind of create that, that contrast, you need to present something really funny, silly, something you can't really take serious. And then it suddenly shifts and then it has much more impact. Instead, mm-hmm. of, if the game is broody and dire and dark all the time, then it's gets stale and you get jaded after after some time. That's really well made in the original. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is that these moments in the original kind of balanced that um, dark and kind of negative atmosphere from what mm. was actually happen- happening in the game. Like, And I really enjoyed that because, you know, like you said, if you're just dealing with all of the the negative and the brooding kind of, you know, dark um, atmosphere the entire time, then it kind of is, it's a lot to handle. Mm. So they did a really good job breaking that up um, in the original. And I think that, it, you know, they're going to keep it the same, hopefully. I hope so too. And then um, another one that I said, um, my next funniest moment for me was when Palmer gets hit by a truck. Oh yeah, that's. <laughs> I'm saying it out loud, and I'm like, oh gosh. Um, so once the party reaches Rocket Town, um, they decide to give Palmer a stressful day at work. So Palmer, who's stealing the tiny Bronco, is intercepted by the crew in the game, who demands the tiny vehicle. Palmer doesn't take this sitting down like very lightly so instead he engages the party in an epic battle during which he does a little jig while shooting cloud um Mm. before long uh palmer begins mocking the party only to have the tiny bronco begin to roll towards him as he isn't paying attention um and fortunately for him he ducks just in time uh he manages to run away but he actually gets hit by a truck on the way (laughs) just out of nowhere, and the right. truck is never to be seen any anywhere. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, just so funny because it's not impossible. You're <laughs> it just like make any sense? What? 
Yeah. It's like they were just like, okay, we don't know where else to go with this character. So let's yeah. just... <laughs> Run them over with the truck that comes out of nowhere. <laughs> it's okay. Do it. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's just yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I remember <laughs> playing it and I'm like, <clears throat> you're just like, uh, okay. <laughs> well, so that happened. just happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh boy. And obviously, um, the honeybee in the cross-dressing scene, obviously, you know, we're all looking forward to that and what they're going to do with that uh, moment because it is quite funny and, and kind of ridiculous um, in the original game because you have, like, you have to do side quests to get the best, like, the most beautiful wig, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. Like you did. <laughs> and then you have to go into a gym and there's a bunch of dudes standing around watching you. And they're all wearing like leotards. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, it's just the whole wall market is ridiculous, but it's right? so great. It's so great, well but it's just like, <laughs> and he's doing like the squats mini game, you know? And then they're just <laughs> like all standing around yeah. <laughs> watching. And then it's just like, why is the wig there? Like, why do you? Uh, what wasn't big big bro also a cross dresser who oh, was has it? wigs? <laughs> I, I can't I think so. Is that why? Well, I I, I can't so, yeah. remember now, but I was just like remember <laughs> thinking like, oh okay. Like, yeah, it was pretty, <laughs> first time I played, I also re didn't really get it, but I just went along anyway. Yeah, <laughs> same. Fun. Like you're like, oh okay, that's cool. Because because the field model of big bro kind of looks like. Uh, a, a small woman i don't know it's oh, just, okay it looks weird but it, it's also uh those uh, those polygons sometimes yes. didn't really make much sense so you exactly interpret it the way you wanted to <laughs> so i'm really stoked to see uh <laughs> looking forward to see seeing a uh, big bro how he looks like he she whatever i don't know <laughs> i don't really care it's just <laughs> character is yeah, great exactly. that's enough <laughs> exactly oh my gosh yeah. um so what about you for your um, funniest moments that you want. First, I have to agree that those are indeed funny, but I've also picked up a few smaller ones, mm -hmm. uh, like meeting Kechi uh, at the gold source at the first time, because mm -hmm. you don't expect anything. You just get into the, um, uh, which one was it? The, uh, the For Fortune Square, or however it's called, where you have all this, those mini games. Right. And it just stands there, talks to you, uh, talks you up and makes fortunes, fortune cookies, whatever the, uh, he does with his free time. I, I don't know, just out of the blue and Cloud doesn't really know how to deal with the situation. It's <laughs> just just goes along and uh, all those fortunes don't really pan out. One mm -hmm. seems to be legit and then it kind of switches the mood a little bit because I think you... Uh, you reach something. I don't know the, how, how the quote goes, but you 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 reach something, but you lose something dear in the process, or something mm -hmm. like that. It's just it's, some yeah. trade-off that actually happens later, but you don't know anything about that. Mm -hmm. So just chalk it up to well, that's just a weird fortune teller doesn't really know what he's doing, and <laughs> don't pay don't pay any mind. It's it's subtle and. Uh, Perfect foreshadowing. It's really, really cool. But just, just it's the, the, I don't know. It's just some um, robot cat on a Moogle, just there talking you up, giving fortunes and forcing, forcing itself into the party. 
and Cloud just, yes. uh, well, okay, this happened. Yeah, just come along. I don't care. Let's just keep going. Yeah, right. that was yeah, that was kind of <laughs> weird for me and just kind of ridiculous too when yeah. I was playing it. I'm like, and and because the polygons were so big and blocky, like I couldn't really mm -hmm. make out what it was. Like I not much, yeah. <laughs> like I knew, I knew, but because other people told me, so you know oh, what I mean. I but I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, it's just yeah. I remember experiencing that. It was it was ridiculous. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then the second one is in Wutai, mm -hmm. where we have to chase down Yuffie because she stole our materia. And first we need to find her. Well, easier said than done. It's her hometown, we have no idea. And we're just going around and opening chests, and she just comes, drops us clean, and goes again. Like, <laughs> uh, thanks? <laughs> and no one, no one wants to sell us anything, so we just have nothing. But I think after uh, getting stolen from two more times, I think she's uh, she's hiding in a jar next to the Turtles Paradise, mm -hmm. and you see it's kind of wobbling a little bit, moving a little bit, and uh, then you can um, interact with it, hit it a few times, and then Yuffie jumps out and then gets uh, flanked from all sides, and then she finally decides to okay, okay, I'll show you where the material is, and you say, ah, oh, finally, stupid <laughs> mini game, I found her. <laughs> then you go in this this weird looking um, basement with I know a switch in uh, in the back. Oh yeah, sob sob. That's the switch. They press it and it's uh, the material come out. Sob sob and the cloud presses it and the cage falls down onto uh, the other two party members and haha, gotcha. You'll never get your material. And she goes up against it. Oh, seriously? Come on, girl. The whole. This whole sequence is just, <laughs> I don't know, yeah. comedy yeah. gold, I think. I, I really hope they uh, they even get it one level above for mm -hmm. the remake. It's it, it has potential, definitely. But it also has the potential to get more annoying, so I hope they right. balance it out. Yeah. And there, there's just one small little thing in the Icicle Inn that's uh, after this huge big uh, tragedy that happened. Mm -hmm. Everyone, it's, it's just down and uh, the atmosphere is in the cellar. And then they uh, reach Aerith's hometown, see the tapes. And then when you, when you want to, to leave, Elena catches up with uh, some guards, some Shinra guards. And then, ah, oh, I got you, and blah, blah. And then she wants to, to, <laughs> to punch us. And if we manage to, uh, to dodge out of the way, she just falls over and <laughs> rolls down the hill and the other ones <laughs> other ones have to chase after this is just just out of nowhere something funny uh, where you don't need to uh, don't really want to laugh because it's not funny here no yeah but it's also a great way to just uh make make you smile amongst all this tragedy and mm -hmm. uh, the crap that's going on yeah it's it's that's all that's what i uh, talked about before the contrast you don't. You need some funny, comic comic reliefs to uh, lighten up the mood and get you prepared or get you, how do you say it, get you ready for the next hammer, or else you just get hammered into the ground and then it's not funny anymore. And I have one last thing, and that has to do with Heidegger, <laughs> and just he himself is a joke, to be honest. <laughs> 
<laughs> but in the remake, it, it seems to be more serious. So I hope they don't lose that. But this uh, point in time, I also chose uh, Junon and Costa del Sol. Mm-hmm. It's before we bought the, um, how's it called? The, the cargo, the freighter. Right. Cargo ship. Um, I think it, it's, it's just before the parade starts. Heidecker uh, tells the other ones uh, just to, to do their job, and he I think he got shot down by or talked down to by Rufus, who also leaves. And then he's he, he's just fuming and wailing around, and I think he also hits Cloud, but Cloud doesn't budge and just uh, lifts his shoulder, shrugs, and okay, that happened. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's that's funny. Number one and the two is after they. And managed to reach Costa del Sol. Then again, he gets talked down to by Rufus, and he just fumes again and wails around and chases after the sailors who jump into the into the, the sea is <laughs> out of fear from Heidegger. It's just so funny. I hope they keep this in. Same. Um, I think that they. I think they're doing a really good job from what we've seen so far about keeping, um, keeping the humor. I think exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully they can keep, you know, keep it like make it serious. Obviously, it was serious back then as well, mm-hmm. but just it was more campy. So yeah, definitely. I'm thinking definitely. that now. There. Yeah. Exactly. I think they're going to keep it. They're going to do their best, basically, keeping it like, um, you know, comedic, but also keeping the um, essence of what the game was into the into the remake. But we can hope we can hope that these moments make that make it in. um. Definitely. So thank you so much to our listener, Joe, for that question. Um, Hopefully we answered your question. Um, I hope so, too. Was a really great question. Was fun. All right, so we're moving on to news or information about the game. So, um, Jump Festa happened, and we did not get anything. So that was a bummer. Nope, nada. I think they showed, they just showed that the Tokyo Game Show trailer again. They I think did. on 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 the floor. I don't yeah. quite remember. And you could uh, mount the Hardy Daytona again, lift the boss sword, mm-hmm. and shoot some photos, and maybe see and buy merchandise. I think that was it. I don't know. I wasn't there, of course. Right. Well, we were kind of talking about this in previous episodes where we weren't sure if we were going to get something at Jump Festa Mm -hmm. or not because video game awards were close Mm -hmm. to Jump Festa. And also, but we did say that it was going to be like one or the other because we were thinking that they were keeping with the three month kind of release of information. Exactly. So we got the trailer from... Um, video game awards, which I thought was awesome. Um, there was yeah, a definitely. state of play as well, but we didn't get anything. But it, it was mostly on um, Resident Evil Three uh, remake. Yeah, and Kingdom um, Hearts Remind DLC yes, too, and yeah. Dreams. Yeah, was there some? Yeah, something about Dreams. The release date got re- uh, revealed, and some other things I can't quite remember. Same. Oh, of course, uh, uh, some some preview for for Ghost of Tsushima, where we got a pretty cool trailer oh, yeah. at the, the Game Awards. 
I'm looking forward to, forward to that game. Same. Looks great. And then we got um, ESRB rating and um, a description, I guess, for like a justification for the rating because it's rated, mm -hmm. it's rated as a teen game. Um, teen game is 13 plus, right? I think, I think so. Oh, hang on. Let me check again. In the US? That doesn't, doesn't say here. I think it's 13 plus. Because we have different rating in Europe. That's yes. the Peggy rating. Yeah. And it's rated Peggy 16, right? For Europe? Yes, Peggy 16. Because we have Peggy 6, 12, 16, and 18, I believe. And 0. That's also Peggy 0 for everyone. I'm not sure what it is. If it's... Um... If it's 13 plus, if that's what teen means. Uh, it's sure. 13 and up. I, I'm on the, on the page where they explain oh, okay. the different ratings. It's everyone, everyone but 10 plus, and I think below 10 with parental guidance. And teen is 13 up, mature, M is 17 plus, and oh, AO is adults only 18 plus. And there yeah, is rating pending. Yeah. So those. So we got a little bit more information from the description. So I'll just read the description. So it says, this yep. is an action role-playing game in which players follow the story of a mercenary, Cloud Strife, on a quest to save the planet from evil. Players <laughs> explore the city of Midgar, perform various quests, and battle monsters and soldiers in... What does that Frenetic. say? Frenetic melee yeah. combat. Oh, sorry. Characters no use swords, staffs, guns, and magic spells to battle fantastical monsters or hum and human soldiers. Combat is highlighted by cries of pain. Ah. <laughs> Impact sounds. <laughs> Boom. And explosions. <laughs> Cutscenes also depict instances of violence. Characters impaled by swords off camera a man shot repeatedly while on a stairwell some female characters wear revealing outfits one scene depicts a man oogling women's bodies while making suggestive hand gestures and hip movements oh my hello don corneo <laughs> the game contains some alcohol content such as ordering something hard and bitter Cloud. and watching a character drink Searching for a person at the drunkard's den. Watching characters drunk and slurring their speech. One cutscene oh depicts a character smoking a cigar. And there are more expletives that appear in the dialogue. So yeah. Words with an S, with an A, and a P. <laughs> <laughs> We're keeping it PG here on the reunion yeah. podcast, okay? <laughs> yeah. So um, some interesting things from the description that people, it kind of caught um, everybody's eye were, I guess, like one of the characters being impaled by a sword off camera, which yeah, was like the first like one. That's most like Shinra. Mm-hmm. Has yeah. to be. <laughs> and then a man shot repeatedly on a stairwell. Could obviously. be Sector 7. Um, yes. Yes. Plate, pillar. Yeah. yeah. Maybe... Wedge, Biggs, whoever of those, I don't know. There's the escape as well. Like, um, there's a chase happening, remember? And they're in the stairwell and they're, like, shooting and stuff. Do you mean was... in the trailer? Yeah, in the trailer. Yeah, that's that's the, the, the plate support pillar where they fight for, for this before it gets... Uh, I was thinking that one down, of them yeah. might have gotten shot or something in the stairwell. 
Uh, not in the trailer, just a shot at, uh, Cloud was shot at, but mm, nothing explicit there. But I, I'm pretty sure it's uh, something they haven't shown us yet. Right. Obviously, some female characters wearing revealing outfits. I mean... Deep cleavage. <laughs> that's, that's, a, uh, <laughs> yeah. that's a given. Yeah, um, we have already seen the Aerithus version of the deep cleavage. Yeah. And Tifa doesn't really have deep, deep cleavage, but she has this uh, cut, uh, cut out part. Yeah, it's, she's, um, it's like a belly top. I mean, she wears like, um, she has a muscle shirt on, but it's like cut in half, basically. Something like that, yeah. I also think she has this uh, four, four corner or rect rectangle or diamond shaped, probably, uh, cleavage cutout, okay. if I remember correctly. It could be, it could be different. I'm not so sure about the original. Um, I think there's there's somewhere an artwork about her. Maybe I can find it where you keep talking. <laughs> Maybe this is referring to Cloud and his revealing outfit. Does he have a revealing outfit? I'm joking. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe if he gets the perfect one, he gets really revealing. <laughs> he turns into lightning. <laughs> it says one scene depicts a man oogling women's bodies. Yep, Making suggestive male, hand right. gestures. Mm -hmm. So that's obviously, right. yeah. And hip movements. <laughs> <laughs> um, some alcohol content, obviously, we've seen in the trailer as well. We've seen yep. um, both of them drinking. Mm -hmm. And the most interesting or exciting part is the drunk yard stand searching for a person that looks like a new side quest or maybe even main quest. Right. And drunk drunk yard stand, something in a slum somewhere, maybe sector five or even sector seven. Hard to say. Or maybe maybe even sector six somewhere outside. But uh, I'm really looking forward to that because it sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, and also just the dialogue. I'm just happy that they kept mm -hmm. the dialogue, like the expletives in the dialogue, yep. you know? Yeah, the, 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 the fecal work can all, already be uh, heard in uh, the Scorpion Sentinel battle, mm -hmm. right at the beginning, where Cloud gets targeted by the, uh, the targeting reticle from the Scorpion Sentinel. That's when he says that four-lettered four word. <laughs> um. Some people were raging online because it's only teen. Mm. But I mean, games okay. like games have changed a lot since in 1997, you know, like That's it's true, not the yeah. same, like. And things are more acceptable now than what they were. So, I mean, like. The rating for me, I'm OK with. I think it's fine. Me too, yeah. Um, it doesn't say anything well, like, about blood. People were upset that there yep, was no exactly, blood. Exactly, yeah. mm -hmm. So, I well, mean... Well, it doesn't say explicitly blood, but exactly. people have argued that because we don't see blood on a person or flowing from a person, just maybe smeared across the walls and nothing else. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's not enough for uh, saying that. Maybe it go, uh, goes over under violence, but eh, it's hard to say. I don't quite understand the the exact um points they use or uh in the original wasn't yeah. there wasn't there only blood there was a trail of blood yes 
and that That's was the it. only thing I can think of. Like no blood comes from any of the enemies when you do, nope. when you destroy the enemies, they just disappear. Yep, disappear into so, live stream. Yeah, like you know, I I'm okay with that. I mean, hmm. they might end up showing that. You know, like a trail of blood isn't you know somebody being sliced open and blood coming out of their body and it's showing their organs or something you know what i mean like that's never been in the game anyways nothing explicit yeah Mm -hmm. so i'm pretty confident also because uh the europe european rating the peggy rating Mm -hmm. says 16 Mm -hmm. and 16 you need quite a lot to make it 16 because i think wasn't star wars 12 usually the old ones I think it was Peggy 12. I couldn't, I'm not quite sure. I can't remember. Maybe. Oh, I, I think it was, it was 12, Peggy 12. Anyway, um, what I wanted to say is that if it was Peggy 12, then it would have been cut probably because Peggy yes. 12 is rather restrictive. It is, yeah. It's quite family friendly, but 16, quite a lot has, has, has room in uh, Peggy 16. Mm-hmm. It only only bumps gets bumped up to Peggy sixteen if there's uh, explicit sexual content or explicit yeah. violence, like actual blood and gore and things like that. So it, and since Final Fantasy VII doesn't really have any of these, I'm pretty sure everything is in. Also, if they remove the blood, then the trail of blood uh, track in the soundtrack needs to be rena- renamed, and that would be a shame. Do you know what um, the rating was for Final Fantasy fifteen? Like the oh, the Peggy I rating? Think, I think also sixteen, if I remember correctly. Let me check. Yeah, it says Peggy sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. And teen. So it was the same, huh? And there also was. It's so funny that the rating says the same thing. It also has the word frenetic combat in it for 15. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Oh, I see. They okay. just reuse the same description. Yeah. I'm pretty sure uh, we don't have to worry about content. I don't think so. All right. So we got some, I think all of the characters' wallpapers have been released on the official website. So you guys can check those out. They're beautiful. Um, I have downloaded all of them for my computer and I'm currently using them. I have a dual monitor set up, so I just have them on rotation. Um, they look awesome. Same here. (laughs) (laughs) Almost um, 500, uh, background or wallpapers. mm -hmm. Some of them Final Fantasy, some of them just random other stuff. I also upgraded my monitor, my primary monitors, so. Oh, nice. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, and then, um, just moving on to the next, uh, thing on our list here, we have, I found an article that was recently released just talking about Final Fantasy VII on, on PC and when we might, um, see it on PC. Um, usually it's about a year after, um, that we've seen it being released. Mm. Um, and then they, they actually made a list, which was, um, quite detailed here about, um, other Square Enix games that were released on PC, basically, and the time that they were released on PC from the original um, release on console. 
So Final Fantasy 15 came out 15 months after it originally released on November 29th, 2016 on PS4 and Xbox. Mm-hmm. So, and then we've got, you know, Octopath Traveler came out 11 months after and Final Fantasy 12 came out seven months after for PC. So we've got some varying and, and Dragon Quest Builders 2 actually only came out five months after. So that was the fastest one, but, um, I'm thinking that it'll be at least a year. It might be a little bit more than a year. Just because from what we know about Xbox and how that whole debacle about the exclusivity of the game to PS4 Mm -hmm. and then, you know, it was kind of released that it said a timed exclusive for a year only and then it's coming out Mm -hmm. on on Xbox. So maybe they'll just do... It's not really confirmed. It's not confirmed where it's right. I just saw the picture. Obviously, somebody could have just like, you know, photoshopped that onto onto um the box art. But if it's real, then it does make sense because it's like they could release it for PC and Xbox exactly a year after at the same time. Yeah, they could do that. Right. uh, going back to the, the possible Photoshop, it's also available on the official Pre- uh, Square Enix Press website, okay. so it's it's legit, definitely. And I've heard people talk about that it might be just exclusivity for PS4, and then a year after it comes out on PS5, then it's also not exclusive to PS4 anymore, because they I say see. PS4 exclusive, not PlayStation exclusive. Right. And it could also be just a PC port, and then it's also not exclusive anymore. It doesn't have to be Xbox, but I think they'd be stupid to not port it to Xbox as well mm-hmm. because more sales. But the thing is, it's a Japanese game, and Xbox in Jap- in Japan is negligible. I think the sales over there. Right. So we'll see how the next the Xbox Series X will fare. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say because. Is the release date for that has it been released yet? Is uh, it holiday is it 2020? 2020 yeah, yeah, okay. So same thing as PS5. Yep. So I guess we'll see what happens, but I'm sure that it is going to be coming to PC. It's Pretty just sure, a, yeah. it's just a matter of when. But my yeah. guess is at least a year. I think it might be a little bit more than a year. Mm, probably, yeah. Could be. People were um, asking if there's going to be an official game guide released for the game online. I know that they made one for 15 that I bought, a collector's edition one. Obviously, after all the patches and everything, there were things that were changed, and they there were misprints in them and everything, but um, I think that they will make one. Um, that's I'm just my sure <clears throat> That's just my opinion. I think so. But we haven't seen anything released yet about it. Um, obviously, they're not going to like release it yet because it'll give away things about the game. And I think they're trying to keep everything under wraps right now, um, which is why we're getting the information that we're getting, obviously. Because when I bought the 15 um, guide, it came out before the game. Like I, I got it before the game. <coughs> so mm, I... Okay. I, like it, it arrived before my Ultimate Collector's that's, Edition. That's strange. Oh right, that that the Ultimate Collector's Edition uh, came late, I think. Yeah. So I Two was. Two days or a week. I 
got it. So I opened it and was like looking through it. So I was just reading about it before I got the game, um, which was awesome. But if they make one, I'm definitely going to buy it. Whether I need it or not, that's not why. I just, I love collecting things and I have a little, (laughs) I have a little kind of um, area that I put all of my uh, Play Arts Kai um, figurines and everything and all of my, yeah, Yeah. and my collector's um, stuff. So I'm definitely going to buy one if they do release it. Um, I really wanted to buy the vinyls as well for the soundtrack, but I don't have a record player. So I didn't buy those, but um, my cousin has a record player. So Mm -hmm. I was going to buy them so I could potentially go over to his place and and visit him and then listen to them on his record player. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'll just wait until the full soundtrack is released and then I'll buy that one. So we got, it looks like they're selling um, Final Fantasy VII Remake key arts for, they're like canvases, right? Yes, canvases with a frame, I think. $300. On the Square Enix store. Wow. Very expensive, yes. The Japanese store. Yes, e-store, something like that. Did you buy one? No, no, not too expensive. (laughs) (laughs) I'm seeing people posting like on Facebook because I'm part of a bunch of um, Final Fantasy Facebook groups and these people are Mm -hmm. posting about their Final Fantasy collections. You should see some of the stuff like they have like these huge canvases on their wall and Mm, like it's insane. I'm super jealous, but it's very expensive. (laughs) (laughs) So... Uh Recently invited uh, the FF7 collector, I think he's also called that on Twitter, and he sh- uh, shared, I don't know, dozens or dozens of uh, pictures from his collector's room, and it's just insane. There's so much in there. Right. Really, uh, it's heaven. <laughs> Definitely. Mm-hmm. All Final Fantasy VII and VII Remake, and of course, a few other games, but mostly Final Fantasy VII. It's insane. And apparently, he collected this in just 11 months. Wow. Like over 40k worth of uh, merchandise. It's insane. But it's yeah. also very commendable for actually going through with it. With it. Uh-huh. But I don't want to know how moving looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this one guy posted his whole collection um, to one of the groups. And I think that his, like, his goal was to open like a Final Fantasy museum or something. Oh, I see. Nice. So people would come and be able to look at everything. Um, and also he was trying to beat the world record so he could be mm. in the Guinness Book of World Records for the largest Final Fantasy um, collection. Yeah, it's a pretty yeah. big goal. <laughs> right? Oh my gosh. Oh boy. I'm just like, I would never be able to do that because I don't, I can't afford that. Like I, you know, video games I, are so expensive right now. Like I literally... I literally, there's so many games that I haven't even played yet that I just, like, because the PSN sale is on, I just bought Spider-Man just, like, oh, a nice. few days ago. So, yeah, because it was also... $25. Like, yeah. the games in, in Canada, they're almost $100 when you add taxes oh. to them and, and yes. the conversion. So, you know, if I buy, I bought, I bought four games, that equals to, like, a new console. Oh, so... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I just, yeah. you know, but um, I did pre-order the first class edition because I want the figure because I also want to do um, like a remake um, collection of stuff. 
Mm-hmm. So um, I'm excited for that. But it's really expensive, like I said, with the conversion rate it and is. also the customs and the shipping and everything. It's like almost mm-hmm. $700. So. Well, really? Seriously? Yeah, that's, because that's the Canadian lot. dollar is not worth very much. It's only like, I think it's worth 65 to 70 cents oh, on okay. the dollar. Plus... That's worse than before, yeah. Shipping is eighty nine ninety nine uh, American. So oh. you convert that, that's like $110 Canadian. Mm. Plus once it hits the border, yeah, I'm going to have to pay for customs as well. Mm-hmm. When I ordered the Play Arts Kai figures from the Square Enix website, the store, I there I only had to pay uh, customs on one of them because sometimes they don't actually inspect every package. They just kind of let it through. But then I think one or two of them I actually need, needed to pay taxes on. Mm. And it was a lot, but it's worth oh. it. Yeah, if it's worth it in the end, it's okay. All right, so moving on, we actually got a leak from um, GameStat.com, which is a site that tracks new PSN releases. Um, So they leaked the Final Fantasy VII Remake demo. Um, Has this been confirmed yet? Because I'm not sure if this is legit or not. Not officially, but but uh, something about Resident Evil has also been leaked over there, and it turned out correct, so maybe. And if you, if I look on the, the GameStat site, it's just latest PSN editions. I don't know where they get the uh, the info from. Maybe from an API. I'm pretty sure. And there's also Final Fantasy VII Remake demo, but the image is missing. <laughs> it's, it's like kind of strange, yeah. Right. Um, it's very interesting. Yeah, it's interesting, but I'm pretty sure we'll we'll get one. It would be so awesome if we did get yes. one. Like when I saw this, I was like, this is awesome. I thought it was when I saw it, like I was obviously like at a family gathering and I just looked at my phone because I get push notifications for certain things. So anyway, I was just like, whoa, that's awesome. Then I, I thought that it was actually released. Mm-hmm. Like it was out on there. Aww. So then I just wanted to leave and go home so I could download it and play it. But then I realized after that, it was just like a leak or whatever, but um, mm. people were complaining about the artwork, saying that it's not legit because it looks ridiculous. Yeah, it, it looks, had like looks strange. Like somebody photoshopped it, basically. Yeah, it's the just a normal remake logo, and underneath the remake text, there's a framed uh, or bordered in demo text. <clears throat> it might have been a little bit different. Like I was, just, I was thinking that it is legitimate, but it could be that they just. This is just like their makeshift kind of placeholder um, artwork for it. Like they just Probably, made yeah. something because they needed mm-hmm. something to post to the PSN yeah, to, to fill out the application, you know? So now, yep, and now exactly. look, it's deleted. So it's probably that that's what it was. And they're working mm-hmm. on the official artwork for it. But because people complained, maybe they deleted it. I'm not sure. Unless that's it's not because... real. <laughs> Yeah, that's it looks pretty real because all those other games here listed look legitimate. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's weird. It also comes out in America, Asia, Europe and Japan, so worldwide. And the codes are also already there, CUSA 07055. Yeah. And CUSA just those uh, four numbers, four codes. So I'm pretty sure it's legitimate. Now it's only the question, when we'll get it? <laughs> I'm pretty sure not this year anymore. Maybe 
at the start of January or maybe even February. Yeah, people are saying on Tuesday next week, but... Not so sure. Because New Year's, there people are all out or at home with family or friends or whatever, loved ones. And most probably don't have time to play. And if you release release something on, on a day that's kind of a holiday of sorts, I'm not sure that's the best course of action, maybe. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, well, people were hoping that they were we were going to get it for Christmas Day. Mm-hmm, yeah. But I didn't think <laughs> that cool. was... Yeah, it would have been cool, but I... Like, once I realized that it wasn't actually posted yet, because I read the article, I was yep. thinking that it wasn't going to be released, like, this soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and they leaked, uh, the website leaked Resident Evil 3 Remake, right? I think something like that, yes. So when is the release date for that? Because isn't that, like, far off? So just because they're, like, posting it to this doesn't mean that it's coming out anytime soon, right? Like, isn't it not until... 2020 in february i think that that's coming out i'm not sure i'm Isn't checking it like a year after the the second i don't know but what i just uh realized uh that january january 7th is also a tuesday it actually says and... april 3rd 2020 ah, I for see. Okay. uh resident evil 3 remake so i mean like that's that's pretty far from now so yeah. just because you know they're it's being posted on here doesn't mean that it's going to be released like in exactly. a week yeah. you know because these could be posted but they're just hidden from your yeah. site and you can't access them but they're still yep. the information is posted there right because they need to reserve it and also probably need to fill out an application that needs going, to be approved and everything yeah, going and, through certification exactly and if something's wrong, they need to fix it first, mm-hmm. and this takes time. Also, it, um, for, I see that the January 7th is also a Tuesday. This would be the perfect day because of the 7th to release it. Oh, that's true. And it's like it's the first 7th all- day of 2020. Yep, exactly. Right. And it's... Almost two and a half weeks before the Remind trailer, uh, the Remind DLC for Kingdom Hearts Three drops. Okay. So we have time to the the demo has time to breathe before Remind DLC comes out. Yeah. This could be something, or then February. For those of you that don't know, also the PSN updates every Tuesday, so that's why we're saying on a Tuesday because, yeah. Just like old times when they release games on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. The PSN does that. Exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, and then do you think that it will be the same demo that we've seen at all the other gaming conventions this year? Or do you think it'll be it's an hard. updated version? Or what do you think? It's hard to say. If it's the same, it's definitely from a newer build. Okay. We see much, be- much more updated uh, textures, lighting, whatever. Maybe even balancing. But since it's a public demo and we're not time restricted, because you, as you know, uh, you only had have a limited time slot to play it at conventions. I think it was fifteen minutes mm-hmm. or twenty minutes, and you need to be able to complete it in in this short amount of time. But if you get a demo at home, you certainly need more time or should have more time 
for that. So it could be that we get the demo, the one they showed behind closed doors where Maximilian dudes could attend. Right. Like the whole the whole bombing mission, the intro, maybe only parts of the intro to save the good stuff for the, the release. And then just battle through the whole bombing run, kill this guard scorpion, and then it just ends. That's my prediction. Because the, sh the short one from the conventions would be a little bit too cheap, and we already seen that. We have yeah. seen videos of it, playthroughs of everything. They showed it again at the Tokyo Game Show live, and it would be just milking this thing. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. It depends, I guess. I'm hoping that it's, like you said, it's like the full demo, and um, hopefully it's based on a newer build of the game as well. Um, I hope so, yeah. Because they've changed a lot since the demo mm -hmm. came out, so if it's the older version, then it might hurt them a little bit i don't know how much Most likely yeah but it's just not rep representative of the full game then. of the full game so i can't yeah, yeah i can't see them doing that but hopefully not but we'll see i guess yeah there's just one caveat because demos tend to have much more content inside on in the data right. than you actually see so that's just a treasure trove for data miners yeah. and then leaks are bound to happen Mm -hmm. So if this happens, if I see anywhere that someone started leaking stuff, hidden stuff from the demo, I'm probably going uh, on an internet timeout or something like that, <laughs> because I don't want to know anything other than the officially released uh, things. stuff. Right. Yeah. People were talking about online, too, because apparently they found out that it's 10 gigabytes. Yeah, right. That's the demo, there was information. I'm not sure how they got the information. Um, but Maybe also leaked from someone who knows a little bit more about PSN releases. I don't yeah, know. I think it was in the listing or something. But then yeah, somebody came to the conclusion that the game, the total game is only 78 gigabytes or something. I can't remember how... Or they just, like, guessed or used math somehow to find like 78 78 gigabytes but i'm not sure i haven't been uh i have keeping myself up to date because it's it's a leak it's uh, just exactly speculation exactly. yeah nothing hard confirmed i think so yeah i'm trying to stay away from from those from the, for now because i only want hard facts that's what yeah. i'm interested in i just um i don't think that that matters you know what I mean? Like, if it's 78 it gigabytes, it's 78 gigabytes. Okay, but... It doesn't say anything. As long as the game is amazing, you know? But, yeah. it's If it's yeah. two Blu-rays worth of data, it's more than 78 gigabytes. I mean, like, how much was the Red Dead Redemption 2 game? Do you know? I'm going to look it up. I because don't know. It was on two Blu-rays, but it was, like, the first... Mm game i think that came with two blu-rays that was released but i downloaded the digital so, version yeah. so i don't know yeah no the, th the thing with uh, disk size is also how much compressed is it exactly and how much re redundant data there is and uh yeah it the says it's of um, the audio everything is 150 gigabytes uh but that's that's installed yeah. Because when you when you play before you play a game, it has to install it and then it unpacks everything. The, uh, most data is compressed on disks so that it um, 
Actually, it's, it's 99 fit. on PS4, 150 for PC. Oh, I see. Interesting. It's 99, but the thing is, it's like you said, oh, it's 99 I'm... download, but then it has to unpack all of those files and right so it's definitely more than it takes up more than 99 gigabytes i'm well, pretty sure but... pc is probably also bigger because it has higher resolution textures and exactly. maybe even high resolution models probably mm-hmm. just more data mostly the textures i think because i i i doubt the ps4 and ps4 pro can handle actual 4k textures i mean a blu-ray has 50 gigabytes of data on it uh one um i think one blu-ray can handle a normal one dual layer to up to 50 gigabytes yeah yeah and yeah that's are, what it are says there four layers are there four i think there are already four layered blu-ray discs with which could theoretically handle 128 gigabytes or something okay. like that or 100 but i'm not sure if the playstation 4 is uh, capable of handling that those but usually it's just dual layered 50 gigabytes per disk, and that's okay. That's, that's, I think that's enough. Yeah. I am just looking forward to playing the game now, so... No, me too. Oh, well, <laughs> I am. <laughs> All right, so that brings us to the next part. Just quickly, um, what we're playing right now. So what are you playing right now, Viz? Ah, uh, not much. I don't really have time to play. That's that's uh, the crux of it all. My uh, my pr- my huge problem I have. I want to play, but I don't have time because mm-hmm. I need to make content, and I want to make content for all of you guys. Right. But when I manage to get in some time, I try to play uh, some more Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I'm not too far into it. I think I'm still on the second planet, and also, I've uh, streamed Bloodborne twice for a friend. It was a private stream nice. because because uh, I was asked to to stream for them. Bloodborne, they wanted to to see or witness me failing over and over again. <laughs> Is it your first playthrough of Bloodborne? Yes. Okay. And I've never played Bloodborne or oh Dark Souls gosh. before. Wow. Only heard of it. So it's uh, it's a pretty neat experience. Yeah, it's really difficult. I actually loved Bloodborne. I and I'm similar to you. I only played one other Dark Souls game. I think it was the first one, but okay. I it wasn't for me. Like I got it and I played it for a bit, but I it was only a very short uh playthrough and then I stopped playing it and then I kind of didn't play any of the other Dark Souls games. Um and then Bloodborne was PS4 exclusive. And when I bought mm-hmm. my PS4, like the base PS4, it was a deal. I think you chose a game or it came with Bloodborne oh, or I something. See. So I got Bloodborne with it. So then that was the only game that I had. So I played that. And, of course, yeah. <laughs> but like you, like I was just like, this is so difficult. Like, honestly, there were times when I had to stop and literally walk away from the game because I was so frustrated from dying so many (laughs) times. And I was like, I almost gave up on it. Like I almost gave up. Like I was like, I don't think this is for me. Like it's not worth me getting so mad and, and upset. Just, just like frustrated, you know? Okay. And then I came back to it like maybe a week later and I was like, no, this, this game is not winning. Like I I don't (laughs) care. So I'm just going to do it. 
And mm. then I did it and I got so much better at it. And then I loved it so much because it was so difficult, but that challenge was really rewarding for me. Um, and then I ended up beating it and I did everything and all the dungeons and everything. Um, and I absolutely loved it, but it's really frustrating and it's really hard. Like they don't explain how to do anything. So at the beginning, I didn't, I, I couldn't even figure out how to fight the werewolf thing. You wake up and oh, you wake yes, up yeah. and he's just there and he's eating yeah. a corpse and you're like, and then it's like, okay. And I'm like punching him and I'm like, yeah, I have no weapons. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and, but I didn't. But I didn't know how to equip a weapon or anything. So then you die, and then you go to the whatever it's called, and then you get you hunter stream. Yes, and then you have a weapon. But then I didn't know how to equip the weapon either. So then anyway, okay, was, yeah. But I I did figure it out eventually. But it was just, but it was awesome. So um, if you're not really enjoying it, just keep up with it. Um, like when you Funny get frustrated, is, I... you know. <laughs> I never really got frustrated, maybe just momentarily, because something didn't go the way I wanted it to, and mm -hmm. I don't know, got stuck in a corner or yeah. something like that. It was too slow. But usually, I I didn't rage any or anything like that. That's good. So it's it I it it just kept me going. But I'm still still uh stuck at the first real boss, the father. Uh, oh uh, yeah, Gascoigne, I think it's, yes. it's called. Yes, it's that's I hard. Also, also, I already got to his uh, second or even third phase, I think, where he transforms mm -hmm. and then made just one little mistake and then was dead. <laughs> That's all it takes with that game. Yeah. It's like one little mistake, honestly. But and, yeah. and it's also learning the enemy patterns and then also yep, exactly. triggering the, um, what is it called? It's like when you... Do you mean the visceral attacks? Yes, yes, the visceral <laughs> attacks, exactly. Counter shooting him and then... Uh... But I have problems ex executing those. I know. I never used them at all when I played at the beginning because I didn't understand it. And I was like, no, like, I just want to play it. Like... And I tried to play it like an action game. But then eventually it gets so hard. You have to rely on those because there's mm -hmm. an ability where you do a visceral attack. You actually get your HP back from... Oh, You nice, get yes. your HP back. Like, you know how it turns white before it disintegrates? I'm pretty sure it turns white or maybe black, I'm not sure, but before it goes away, you can actually gain that back if you do visual attacks. Oh, I attacks. know what you mean, yes, yes. Right? So then you get it mm -hmm. back, so it really helps keep you alive, like, especially dodging and then trying to get behind them to be able to do mm -hmm. it. Um, yeah. And also, I didn't really use my gun that much, but there's so much customization with your gun. You could do gun builds that your gun is so powerful, it just destroys like all enemies, but I went with a strength build. So okay. I didn't really focus on my gun. I used my gun for more um, staggering, like, because if mm -hmm. you shoot them as they're running towards you, if they're yeah. they're open for an attack, you can shoot them, then they're staggered, then you go and you do a visceral attack. Exactly, yeah. Um, so I was doing that a lot, but some people are nuts into those games. Like you could find builds for anything online, but I'm just too lazy to go back and create a new character and start all over again. So like okay. I capped my character at like whatever the highest level, I think it's 249 or something like that or 250. So, okay, nice. I'm still very low. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should, uh, should level up a bit to have, to get more, uh, more defense and more health. Mm -hmm. For the boss battle, I think I. What level am I? I don't remember. 
but not not high, definitely not high. So after I finished that, then I bought Dark Souls 3 on PC because it came out and I was like, this is awesome. Like I really enjoyed Bloodborne and I think that they took a lot mm. of the systems from Bloodborne and improved on them in Dark Souls 3. But then mm. I played it um, so close to Bloodborne that it was like, I I wasn't over Bloodborne yet. <laughs> like I wasn't ready to just <laughs> dive into another frustratingly mm. hard game. Yeah. So I haven't went back to Dark Souls 3. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, yeah, it was on sale for a Steam sale. So I bought it and I just, it's a lot. I'm just like, and I'm so busy like you, like I was working mm. and then I had so much stuff going on that I'm like, when I have time off, like I just don't want to sink my time into that because it's so frustrating. I don't like feeling that way. I haven't played Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order yet. Mm, it's pretty good. Apparently it's, yeah, it's really good, but it's it's expensive, so I'm like... Oh, I see. I can't buy, like, every single game that comes out, you yeah, know? Yeah, same. Well, I could, but I don't have time, so it would be a waste. <laughs> yeah. That's like me, so I'm playing Overwatch right now. I just, you just jump in and out, and I play those games. And Dota 2, I have a friend that I play with. Oh, nice. That's cool. And then I'm playing Final Fantasy VII, the OG game on Switch. Um, oh, right. Right. Came out there, too. Yeah. And Breath of the Wild. I, like, I bought the Switch a year ago, and I'm still playing Breath of the Wild and Octopath <laughs> Traveler. <laughs> like, I haven't even finished Octopath Traveler yet. Hmm. Uh, there's so much text in that game and the stories. You, yeah. It's like, I just get tired of it. So I'm like, I need to break. I love it. The music's amazing. And I like the combat. I love the party system. Like, I love it. But it's just, I get, I get tired of it. Like, I need a break from it, you know? Mm, I see. Um, and then Red Dead 2, obviously, I'm playing. And I just bought Spider-Man um, for PS4, which I've just sunk, like, a bunch of time into. So I'm loving that game so far. I've heard good good things about it. Oh, it's really good. Yeah, it's really, really (laughs) good. And it looks so good. Like, I'm playing it, obviously, in um, 4K on my um, PS4 Pro. And it Mm -hmm. looks so good that I'm just, like, hoping that the remake looks... Yeah, like, the remake (laughs) can look that good, you know? Like, I'm just like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, it's the remake is going to look this good. (laughs) Like, I just can't wait, you know? Probably even better because it's not... Exactly, an open world game where you have so exactly extreme, uh, far, uh, far view, far sight, like draw draw distance or whatever. Draw distance, yep, yep. Um, the thing about Spider Man is that like not every building is actually explorable. Yeah, you know? so you can't go into the buildings. Insane. Like the buildings you, that are open for you to go into in in Spider Man are just part of the main, part of the quests or the side quests. Like you're swinging oh, off see. all the buildings, and the buildings look amazing as you're swinging by, but like you can't go into them. So they're saving, processing um, power from just it's literally like a rectangle that they just mm-hmm. put HD textures on, and you're you're flying by them so fast that they use like um what is it called like a blur? blur yeah motion blur. motion blur so like they don't need to be crazy high 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 textures that's true yeah. so it's like they're cheating you know so but i'm okay with that because it doesn't serve to the game it's not meant to be like mm-hmm. the witcher 3 kind of open world or um you know like mm-hmm. even um red dead 2 is similar to to that but it's even more open world like you can go into almost every building yeah 
in Red Dead 2. And that game looks amazing for the fact that it's so huge. So Yeah, I've seen, yeah. <laughs> really looking forward to what they're going to be able to do with the remake. So Same. Since it's open, but it's like you said, it's not as open as yeah. those games. And, and Red Dead 2 already looks so good, you know, like... And it just goes to show, like, how powerful the consoles are, you know? Like, we're pretty much at the end of the PS4. Life cycle, yeah. And the Pro, like, a lot of the games now are moving more towards the Pro, you know? Because they, like, the OG PS4 can't really keep up with. Unfortunately, yeah. Those who still have the PS4 basic or the base Mm -hmm. model, they uh, get the short end of the stick more often than not, unfortunately. Yeah. All right, guys. So that concludes the fourth episode of the reunion of Final Fantasy VII Remake podcast. Um, We are a bi-weekly podcast, which means we're releasing a new episode every two weeks. Uh, We've been doing it kind of on a partial schedule um, whenever it seems to fit both of our schedules. Um, You know, with Viz, I know how busy you are with your content that you're making with um, Cosmo Canyon Observatory. So if you want to check out um, Viz and his content, you can head over to the Cosmo Canyon Observatory YouTube channel. Um, also, um, they have a Discord channel. You can uh, find them there as well. And us here on the podcast, we're available on YouTube as well. Also, if you guys have any questions or any suggestions, you can send them to our email, which is Podcast at gmail.com. That's Podcast at gmail.com. We do have a Twitter account as well which is at reunion underscore podcast we have a facebook group the reunion and ff7 our podcast um and we do post our podcast um, episodes on youtube so check us out there and obviously don't forget to like and subscribe as well and also if you uh, feel so inclined we would really appreciate it if you guys would write a, uh, a review it's the best way to support us here at the podcast and it really helps us uh, jump up the lists of podcasts so that it's easier to find us when you guys search us um, on any of the podcast mediums that you guys use all right so we wish you guys all the best and uh, hope you guys had an amazing um, holiday season with your families and we look forward to the next episode all right guys stay safe and take care (laughs) bye